Hey guys, this is Adam from the podcast and you are listening to Quick Clips. Quick Clips are condensed versions from one of our previous podcast episodes, featuring some of the interesting things our guests had to say. If you want to hear the full episode, we'll have it in the show notes below. And with that, let's start the show. So are you... Uh, able to say or want to say what the franchise was that you had? So basically, we started as a mobile windshield repair service. And I have a background in body work. I own body shops before and restoration shops. And we quickly came to realize that there was a big need in our local industry, which was paint touch-up and bumper repair. The touch-up systems that were out there, I didn't like. And the bumper repair systems that were out there were basically remove the bumper, sand it, paint it. Uh, so I developed products and techniques so that we could paint. You know, if you had a scratch on the bumper that was the size of your finger, by the time we were done blending, we had blended the size of our hand. So, it, you know, um, I think in the U.S. you call them lot lizards. But in the uh, body shop industry, they're the people that go in and, you know, do bumper corners, blends in the dealership's parking lot. Yep, yep. Which, as we know, gets you the quality that comes with working in a parking lot uh, for doing body work. We set ourselves up a little differently. We uh, had body shops, booths, the whole thing. But our primary focus was doing those small spot repairs for dealerships. What was it about uh, the detailing industry that attracted you to that versus just the kind of like the auto body industry, why did you transition out of it? Profitability. Uh, you know, body shop or, you know, body work can be profitable, but I've always found it being a negative industry and not the industry that's negative. It's basically people go to a body shop because they have to. Hmm. They don't go to a body shop because they want to, unless they're doing a restoration and things like that. And that's, you know, a small niche in the industry. But in general, you're going to a body shop because you had an accident or you had vandalism or something like that. Yeah. I wanted to bring the, the body shop, you know, the detailing aspect is very different. People are going to you because they want to go to you. And a lot of our franchisees, they became our franchisees on the detailing side because they were body shops looking for another, another revenue stream and some way to bring customers in that wasn't negative. You and I, we were seeing a lot of body shops getting into doing um, ceramic coatings in our time. Uh, yes. At Optimum, have you started to have you still noticed that that's a uptick? Like, are you starting to see even more body shops bring it on? Um, what's the overall sentiment that you've seen in the industry? Unfortunately, not. Mm. And I say unfortunately because, like I mentioned before, the two go together, and a lot of body shops think that. And, you know, this is in part because of the detailing world. So detailers are OCD. They, they're slightly egotistical on average. And they think that unless a paint is perfect, you can't put a ceramic coating on it. Mm. The body shop world, I find, is a lot more realistic in that they're giving the car, they're making it shiny, no, we're not going to eliminate every scratch because if we eliminate that scratch, we're going to be taking way too much clear coat off and we're actually damaging your car. And a body shop is in a better position to explain that to the customer saying, look, we're going to make your car as good as it can be. We're going to shine it up and we're going to put a ceramic coating on it to protect it, to keep it from getting worse in the future. Because we all know what a repaint costs versus a little detail. 
you know, if you're wanting to do an OEM quality job, you're, you know, you're well above $5,000. And, but if we can protect what's there, not degrade it, because a lot of detailers, frankly, degrade the paint. They take too much off. They spend too much time polishing it. So the, the body shop owner that goes to a company that sells detailing supplies and says, I want to start doing ceramic coatings. First of all, like I mentioned, detailers are slightly egotistical and the detailing companies, you know, play into this mentality. So they're a little hesitant to quote unquote give, you know, sell their product to a body shop because it might ruin their reputation in the detailing industry. <laughs> yeah. Which to me is ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, you know, detailers are now starting to become entrepreneurs. But a body shop that doing a million dollars a year is no big deal. That's, you know, it's an okay body shop. A detailer that's doing a million dollars a year is a rock star. I want to switch gears super, um, just real quick yep. on you. And I want to ask, what was some of the, in your time in the industries, the various different industries that you've been a part of, what have mm -hmm. you found or what do you think are some of the best alternative revenue sources for body shops other than, okay, so we've obviously covered detailing at length. Um, yeah. What, what are some other things that you think a body shop should look at? Clarity coat, a hundred percent. You know, if we look into the history of clarity coat, I have a, a little bit of, uh, you know, vested, in, not vested interest, but I helped design the product and I helped build that industry. So the, and the reason I did it was specifically for that because Clarity Coat is not something that a detailer is going to be doing. It's not tied to the detailing industry. You need a booth. You need, you know, you need that. And with the popularity of PPF, just, just keeps growing and growing and growing and getting more popular every day. You know, 10 years ago, PPF was the front bumper and maybe the first 12 inches of the hood. Then it transitioned to they're doing the whole hood, the front fenders, maybe the back bumper as well. Now they're doing the whole car. That is where Clarity Coat really comes into its own. You know, if you're doing front ends, it's okay. Um, but not only can you do the full paint protection film on the car, you can change the color if the customer wants. Yeah, and, and it's cheaper. A hundred times, yeah, yeah, less expensive. You're using, you know, you already have the booth, you already have the technicians, uh, you know, you the trimmers, all of that. So it's already there. Another industry that I think body shops need to look at a little more closely, and a lot of body shops unfortunately see it as competition. But that's PDR. Mm, yeah. So doing PDR in house um, a lot faster, a lot easier, and you know, I know there's some prejudice in the body shop industry against PDR guys. But once you have a technician on staff that knows how to do it, that again is you tell the customer, we can repaint that or we can do it with PDR and you're, you'll have your car back in two hours instead of two days. Hey guys, Adam from the podcast. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. Just wanted to ask you a quick favor. If the show has brought you value in some way, would you mind giving us a review and sharing the show? It really helps the show get out there. Also, if you are looking to expand the services that your shop offers and you want to do more than collision work, you should really check out our company, Clarity Coat. Clarity Coat is a peelable paint that allows body shops to offer color changes cheaper than a repaint while still looking like real paint. 
You can also offer clear protection that has no edges and is sprayed instead of laid. Unlike vinyl and PPF, Clarity Coat can be sanded and polished, so you can give your customer the exact look that they are wanting. If you are looking to expand your shop services, go to claritycoat.com and fill out our Become an Installer form. All right, let's get back to the show. What are you telling these body shops right now that you're coaching that has been the most beneficial for them? Don't hesitate. Start doing it now. They already have the staff, and it's just a, a slight retraining of the staff. You know, one of the issues in the body shop industry, and it's the same in the dealership world, is they underpay their technicians when it comes to the detailing aspect of it because they've always seen the detailing part of it as a money loss. You know, the um, I think the insurance company gives 0.25 to clean the car after the after a full body job. It's a ridiculously low number. But that number, and, you know, having that ridiculously low number means the body shop owner can't afford to pay the technician what the technician should be getting paid. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to blow a few minds here, but, you know, my my lead technician in my shop was making over 100K a year. And he was washing cars. Yeah. To put it, to put it bluntly, he was washing cars making over a hundred K a year because I was, you know, I was able to pay him because we we're extremely profitable and had efficiencies and all that built in. But in the body shop industry, you know, the person cleaning the car, first of all, they're the lowest person on the totem pole. They're generally not respected. They're, you know, they could be respected, but you know, you get what I mean. They're not, uh, they're not looked up. They're not looked up to in the shop. They're not making money for the shop, so they're disposable, to to, to put it one way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and being disposable like that gives them, you know, makes it so it's very, very difficult uh, for the for that person to grow and to want to stay with the business. Whereas if you're a, you know, if you have someone that you're paying them properly you're providing training for them. You've got good tools. You've got good products. They're going to want to stay as an employee. And we all know that one of the biggest costs we all have is training and onboarding new employees. If you can keep an existing employee, that existing employee is a lot more profitable for you. Ivan, uh, really appreciate you coming on. Where can people find you? So a couple places, uh, I've been accused of being omnipresent on social media and the detailing industry. So you can look, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and, um, YouTube, just look for my name and it's spelled Y V A N and then L A C R O I X like the water. Uh, the, on, uh, YouTube, it's the detailers business Academy and I basically just do very short videos, normally under 10 minutes, answering, or not answering, but giving tips and tricks, not on the detailing aspect of, but on the business aspect of it. All right, that does it for today's quick clips. If this episode has brought you value, would you mind giving us a review? Also, if you would like to learn more about Clarity Coat and what it can do for your business, please visit us at claritycoat.com. See you on the next one.